Welcome to Escape the Owner Prison Podcast, where we teach the do-everything-myself business owner how to let go of their death grip and scale their business to create freedom and wealth in their lives. Hey everybody, welcome back to Escape the Owner Prison. I'm Richard Walsh, your host. Today we're going to talk about more on scaling, but I want to talk about margin creation here. All right, so when you're scaling, say you're going from 1 million and we want to scale to 5 million. Now this can be really stressful, all right? It can put burdens on you as an owner uh, that are really unnecessary. But remember, these aren't the average burdens either. These are the burdens that can really ruin a personal life and even your business. All right, so let's talk about what I want to talk about again is, is, is a different kind of margin. This is about creating margin in your life. All right, so the, the best way to avoid these burdens is to do just what we're going to talk about here, okay? Like I said, most business owners are familiar with the term margin regarding job costing and profit, okay? We get that. I'm talking about creating margin in your life, and what this margin is is the time you have for other things besides the business. Time for that weekly date night with your spouse, maybe to attend all your kids' sporting events, musical performances, maybe to help out a friend or neighbor, volunteer at church. You get the idea, right? Things other than business, things that you can do and contribute to. Right? When we don't have margin in our lives, we run constantly at full speed. Right? It's so easy to justify not having margin in your life. I used to say, I'm building a business. I'll have time later. You know, I loved my work. And I let it control me. And I really was unaware of the just the enormous consequences. All right. Full speed doesn't really last forever. It's difficult to make corrections when you're traveling at full speed or even see that corrections need to be made. All right. And that can be a big issue. Now, most of the great business scalers, they've got a few things in common. One is they travel at about 140 miles per hour in their life all the time. Now, if that's okay for them, it works. And again, it worked for me for a while. Uh, but when someone traveling at 40 miles per hour wants to have a conversation, even if it's work-related, they've got little patience for those people, okay? They tend to leave a wake of bodies of those they've used and thrown away, and that includes family. Uh, they make a lot of money. Again, they scale very quickly with companies. They're great at what, what they do with that. But in the end, that's all they have. Right, they got a lot of success trophies and really no one to share them with. Now, I'd like to make another book recommendation here, uh, and it's called Entrepreneurial DNA, and that's by Joe Abraham. All right, Abraham's philosophy is that there's basically four personality types of entrepreneurs, and he calls it the Bossy Quadrant. It's a phenomenal book. I really recommend you guys read it. Uh, and he goes into details for each personality. So you take these little tests, and then once you have scored your tests, you see what you are. Are you a builder? Are you um, an opportunist? Are you uh, a specialist or an innovator? Those are the four. And you figure out which one you are predominantly and then where's the cross? Is it a you know, horizontal or a diagonal connection with another? So like personally, I'm a builder innovator, which is kind of the rarest combination um, on that. But the cool thing is he goes into all the strengths and weaknesses of those personalities and you see the effect they have on a company uh, again, when they're scaling, building, and growing. Uh, really, really, really cool book. So again, my highest recommendations on that. Uh, but the thing you want to be careful of um, when you learn this, and I shouldn't say when you learn, the thing you want to be careful of is to avoid not learning this. When you learn this, it's going to help you build the right team around you that's not going to conflict or really become lopsided in your strengths and weaknesses 
as your DNA. Okay, so if you're a builder, you, know, you need that specialist, you need that opportunist, you need that innovator. Okay, you've got to get the right people on the team to handle those portions of the business, and that's how you're going to continue to scale and grow. Right? Again, we, ne we never want to be the um, all things. Right? We're never trying to do everything in our business, so it's a big deal. So if I'm a builder and I'm about scaling and put systems in place, that's great. I need a specialist, someone who maybe the specialist would be like an accountant, right? Someone like that. Maybe it's a maybe it's a project manager guy. They're specialists. They love that stuff. They they build those systems. They run those jobs. That stuff's great, right? So you want to get them on your team. You don't want to be the project manager as well as the owner, right? An innovator. You got someone who's always thinking of new and more efficient ways to do things. Maybe they create new product for you, depending on what you're doing. Uh, you got that innovator. They're a lab rat kind of. They love being in there and create hands-on creating this stuff. And then there's your opportunist. An opportunist, I know it sounds negative in a sense, but it really is, it's really, let's call it sales and marketing. A great opportunist is that salesperson looking for that great opportunity to make as much as possible. They're always looking for the better opportunity um, the, to, to make more, to be more, to achieve more. So you want that element too, because they can drive your sales department, let's say, for example. So again, highly recommend that book. That's Entrepreneurial DNA by Joe Abrahams or Abraham rather. Um, so just think about this because business ownership is, is one of the few vehicles that can give you this margin that I'm talking about here. Okay. It's a reward. Um, or as I say, it's better. It's a gift. All right. You don't want to squander it. So I want you to think about getting margin in your life and how you're going to do it. I'm going to give you a few other ways here real quick, how to, how to do that. But when you've got time to, to do more hobbies, um, to spend more time with your family, to get out and help other people. Okay. That's what gives you that balance. You can still be busy though. Busy is not always productive as we know, uh, but you can be productive. You can be giving back. You can be helping others. You're not just sitting around watching TV or something because you're creating margin in your life. All right. It's about, we'll call it active rest. Okay. We'll call it active rest, you know, from your business. You're out doing other things. You're contributing. You're making great things happen. All right. Another thing you can do is what I call the overhiring principle. All right. So we've talked about having great employees, right? You want to get the good people and they're going to really help you. And you're basically going to be cost free because they're excellent. They bring so much value to the table for you and your company. Now, this is really going to apply here because as you may see, most circles over hiring is considered like a bad thing. It sounds governmental, right? They've got four people doing the job of one. Okay. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, you know, you're going to add people who are actually going to be productive and that are needed. All right. So let's think of it like this. Think of your business as an engine. Okay. We always talk about this. It's an economic engine. So let's use the engine um, analogy here. All right. You can have a four cylinder, six cylinder, or eight cylinder engine. All right. They'll all get you where you want to go. Right now, the four banger is going to get you the best gas mileage. So why not just have four cylinder engines? Right now, some, some, some people say, well, you can get there faster with a six or others say even faster with an eight, but speed's not really the issue here. Okay. You could push that four banger hard and get the high speeds. And then what's the downside? Well, it's wear and tear on the engine, right? It'll shorten its life. And another downside is, is one of those parts, those, a lot of those parts weren't even designed to function at that high speed. All right. And they start to fall off and it puts you in serious danger, right? Well, again, we're thinking about the business here. The eight cylinder, it's not only faster, 
but it's more efficient at higher speeds, which gives longevity to your engine. This is what the overhiring principle is. The more cylinders you can have, and that I mean by cylinders, I mean employees, the more efficient and faster you can grow. All right. Now, again, like I said, this doesn't mean just hire for the sake of hiring people. All right. They actually have to have a purpose. All right. Now, when you have the systems and processes in place, all right, each one of these employees, these cylinders, they're going to ease each other's burdens so the task can be form, performed like flawlessly, right? It's a system of checks and balances. Right? It's great when you can find the one person who's an absolute workhorse and accomplish anything you give them. Okay? A lot of us have probably run into that person. We had them for a while. But the reality is those people are so far and few between, you can't depend on that. I mean, you'll kiss a lot of frogs looking for that prince. So instead, we break our positions down for ease of execution and accountability. All right. Now, we've again, we've talked about automating, uh, having automated training modules. All right. And this is where that kind of stuff pays off. OK. You can create more margin of life because you spent the time early on developing, developing the automated training. OK. Which in turn gave you a complete understanding of the positions. So your ability to delegate has been made much easier. You know what portions can be shared and when new positions will be needed to handle workflow, right? You can see an increase in workflow. You know what needs to be done. You know that that job to be the most effectively performed, you're gonna top out that person. You gotta get them to help, you know, so you can create that next position to help ease their things so they can stay on the most important, okay? And, and again, when, when, you're, when your office is running like the well-oiled machine, you've created a margin in your life. You know, the challenge is accepting that margin and actually putting it to use. You know, I know some people, <laughs> okay, I'm, full disclosure, I was, I'm a victim of this. All right, if I'm not doing business, if I'm not scaling and growing my business, my issue is I feel lost. You know, I didn't have a lot of hobbies. I built this, and I have kids now and things too, of course, but there was a point where it's like, well, what do I do? I just kind of sit here numb, you know, if I'm not doing business. So you got to learn how to embrace it and start putting that time to productive use. But you need that distance from your business and still be productive, still be contributing. So that's all I really want to hit on today is really creating that personal margin in your business. And when you understand the importance of it, you'll start to really embrace that, that creation of margin in your life. So give this some thought. Hope this was really useful for you. Um, Scaling's a big deal, okay? It is stressful, it's difficult, uh, but there's ways to make it not so burdensome. You know, again, in my book, Escape the Owner Prison, that's what we talk about in detail, okay? You go through those steps and it'll help you a ton, just as this podcast, I'm sure, has. So, again, uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. Give me a great five star review there, write something that's awesome. I appreciate you if you subscribe to this, and I'll just keep these rolling. Love having you on uh, listening here. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Top Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you liked what you've heard, please leave a great review for us. Your subscription and review helps us reach more people so we can show them how to escape the owner prison. Also, check out the links in the show notes about today's guests and more ways to connect with ETOP on social media. Stay strong and keep moving forward with your business.